0: You know, I was just in my hotel a little while ago on my way here, and uh, I got in the elevator, right? I'm getting in the elevator, and these two high school white boys tried to get on with me. And I just dove off. I'm saying, y'all ain't killing me. I am scared of young white boys. If you white and under 21, I am running for the hell. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with these white kids shooting up the school? They don't even wait till 3 o'clock either. <laughs> Killing people in the morning, that ain't right. <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go. Oh man, um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, this is Club Edge. Club Edge is a stereo podcast with guests who say things. It's just me today, solo dolo, again. Well, that's fine. Boy, what a week. I uh, I drank everything, every everything, every day this week. I drank everything um, except water and that was my downfall that is why i'm still feeling it to this day Jeez, louise but you know what there's worse problems to have but the fallout the aftermath devastating it's so damn hot milk was a bad choice it all started a week ago the sun shining birds chirping and distant sirens wailing as they speed through the streets of bloomington Something trivial I'd imagine, a domestic dispute, a missing Polar Pop that he swears was just over half full. I wake up excited because this week isn't like any other week, it's a summit week. A week where music colleagues from all over the world, artists, producers, owners, lawyers, everything in between, all come together for five days of networking and growing, sharing information, and of course, total fucking anarchy. I'm no rookie though. This is my second summit. I'm here to work, Austin, or so I thought. But theory and practice, well, that's apples and oranges. And vodka. Practice? Practice? practice. We're talking about practice, man. We're talk, we talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. All right. Well, that was a nice little monologue, but yeah, I don't want to make it seem like I'm this giant stumble bug or anything like that. It was just, it was just a little wild. Five straight days of <laughs> of hope, oh, really. And the best part is, like, it's all of our own faults. We're just sultans of gluttony, and just uh, really, this whole thing could have been easy. Just um, uh, have a glass of water popsicle, but anyway, uh, it's more the aftermath, that's kind of the hilarious, terrible part, I feel like I have goop on my brain, you know, like, uh, if you, like, got a little water on your computer, and then it still works, but a computer is much different now, it's always, like, like, glitching out, that was pretty much how, um, Saturday went, I woke up, just normal. I'm like, hey, all right, cool, everything's fine. No, it wasn't. Like, I went to Juanita's, uh, right next door Mexican restaurant. Um, it looks like it would be a great time, but it never is, and I keep never, I keep not remembering that. like, how bad could it be? What could you possibly do to Mexican food to make it not taste delicious? Well, if you're Juanita's restaurant here, uh, they have avant-garde ways to figure out how to make it not delicious, whether it be the lukewarm fajitas or the ice-cold mud beans. I don't... It's like they don't want to be in business or it's some kind of representation of how they feel inside because of the situation down near the border, I'm gonna say that one, which would at least tie in and give them the avant-garde levels of terribleness that that food is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah, I had a great week. That was a lot of fun, and um, I guess I was like, what I really was finally looking forward to was a day off, like a true day off, the fuck off and, um, and it, and it happened. And so I'm inside, you know, I got water, I got my, my bath and body works, sending plugins, air conditioning. I'm, I'm working on music. I'm listening to records. I'm sending emails and following up with my new friends. I'm like, hooray, this is the shit. But then I forgot I had, well, I didn't forget, but I had, I didn't take into account that I'm doing all of this alone. I'm in my house. I'm doing my thing. This is great. I didn't realize I was I was not ready and wasn't going to be ready I to be around ready. people again. Like I can be around people I know, but I wasn't ready to be just like on with strangers. You know, people think, you know, you're hosting karaoke or you're doing something. You just get on the stage and do it, dummy. Like no, it's a whole you're you're getting it front and back, burning the candle from both ends because you're working. And then you're also dealing with new people and they have no idea how the process works. Like I, I just. All right. So when I get there, there's like a wedding party there, like seven or eight moms, just a pride of moms waiting to complain about something like those were the immediate vibes they just like they probably got their meal comped at the Cracker Barrel because they just did what they do and then they came to where I was to continue the mayhem on me and just right as I'm even setting up they're like so can I sign up right now and I'm like lady I don't even have the computer out of my bag and you can just see the Mmm you, that's strike one. Strike, one. strike one. I'm not trying to feed a stereotype or anything, but it literally was a pride of moms named Linda, Dina, Kimberly. Like I knew I'm, I'm like I'm doomed. This is gonna be bad, and it's already bad enough. Like I've just got this uh, paranoia and like anxiety as I'm still like coming down from just the whole week, and mostly that whole day that i should have had to myself was taken away by by karaoke which was my own obligation but i just didn't take into account just how much i would really need that that time and so i've got people with wide glossy eyes wanna with hope looking to have some fun tonight and i'm like crap this isn't just karaoke i'm the i'm the keeper of fun i gotta i gotta be fun it's like if that's like if you have the worst hangover of your life and you're playing like Princess Cinderella at Disney World and I'm all the kids are coming up to you like, yeah, and you're just, oh. I didn't realize until that point in my life how desperately Desperate. I depend on negativity and cynicism just to communicate with the outside world. In an outside world it was because I, man, I just wasn't ready to be in public. So, with all these, like, shootings and stuff going on, I don't know, maybe I just, like, was just full of anxiety and paranoia and just, like, latched onto the idea that, like, although it's improbable, although it's unlikely, it's not impossible for some shenanigans to go down here on a lovely, clear-skied Saturday evening. And, as i'm sitting here having to watch somebody just do the worst rocket man i've ever heard in my entire life i'm like trying to keep a grin and we- hey that's great job all right all right yeah wonderful all right hey um you're not going to kill everybody are you i know it i know it's improbable i know it's unlikely but it's not impossible considering i'm i'm in the middle of uh, you cool man so i don't know i was just on one yesterday and to make matters worse, this guy, this guy signed up, and uh, I'm sure I've seen him before, but not like this, not with my new I'm not trying to die lens over my face this evening, so I got a, uh, he comes up, he's like, can I sing the boy who's like infinitely sad or something like that, and just like, now nah, that strike one against you, what's this sad shit you're trying to sing, and then he's like, I'm like, what's your name, and he's like, Mason, I'm like, Oh, that's, that's Strike 2, I think. And then Strike 3, for goddamn sure, was when he turned away and had a giant Don't Tread on Me tattoo on his arm. They're like, oh, Lord. And then his friend came up and signed up, and it was like this one song that was like, Remember me! Uh, and then that's where Paranoia just went with like, turbocharged. I really thought they were going to do like a scene from, uh, from Pulp Fiction where the two Australians are like, I love you, boobykins, and like, I love you, and then they just, everybody get the fuck, well, I don't know if they'd say get down, everybody stand up, but yeah, I thought he was, like, gonna get on stage, sing this super sad song, then wink at his friend, like, alright, your turn, I'm gonna go in the bathroom, and here I am, just stuck up there listening to this, oof, and you know, the even more worse part is that now, like, that day, I just saw myself become, like, may as well be, like, this old person who just watches, you know, Fox News all day and just gets souped up on ridiculous propaganda and creating an echo chamber where I totally profile everybody in the, at, at the karaoke, and I know it's ridiculous and unreasonable, but it's not, it's not all the way wrong, you know, and that was, like I said, that little bit of no, that's still... You're not wrong, Austin. A little bit. And, jeez, that was too much. I need to be inside and away from things. At least for a little bit, you know? I know I'm being ridiculous, but, like, am I? On some, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson stats and data shit. And, like, well, scientifically speaking, you're more likely to die from a plane crash and a mass shooting. Like, fuck off. If a plane goes down, the plane was, like, probably fucked up. You go, like, you go on, like, a pussy drought jihad you're fucked up so um i just i i just wasn't ready like i told you i have goop on my brain i'm not thinking correctly right now oh man so okay i'm going to go to kroger now wish, wish me, me luck. luck wish me luck Alright, that concludes episode 6 of Club Edge. Club Edge is a stereo podcast for guests who say things. Um, be sure to follow the Bento Box playlist on Spotify. It's got all kinds of hot songs. Like this. It's called Fragile by Andrew. Osherman. Drew. Drew of Hoops. Or Matrix. Or just Drew. Alright, bye.